0: Hello friends. I'm glad that you found me. My name is Brandon D or in the social media world, you know me as Mr. Gratitude. I'm so glad that you found me. I love to dive deep and talk about the things that everybody thinks about, but is afraid to talk about when it comes to life, dating, positivity, motivation, and a little bit of the free thinking mindset. You're in the right place go grab yourself a cold drink, grab yourself some snacks, get comfy. Here we go. Hey friends, here we go. We are already in episode nine, season two. We are in season two. You won't want to miss tonight's episode. Ah! I have a special guest with me. This young lady is fantastic in her walk with the Lord. She has a new site that I want her to promote. We're going to have some really awesome Jesus talk, some awesome conversation about God and your walk with the Lord. So if you're a spiritual person, if you're a Christian, if you're a Jesus lover, listen up to tonight's episode. Go grab yourself a drink, grab some snacks, because here we go. Hello, friends. I hope you are well. Well, as promised, I do have a special guest tonight. You know, every other week I rotate last week. Well, actually, I didn't do anything last week because I've been on a little bit of a break. But you did get to hear me being a guest on my dear friend at this podcast. I uploaded that last night, so I hope you got a chance to listen and enjoy. However, tonight, my special guest, this young lady, her name is Jessica, or if I, if you find her on social media, her, I'm going to let her uh, talk about herself, but I, I wanted to bring her on because she has a super strong connection with the Lord. She's on her content almost daily, spreading the word, spreading the good word, and I was just intrigued by her and her content. She agreed to be on the show, and here we go. My friend Jessica, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. This is cool.
0: <laughs> you are very welcome. So I connected with you on social media,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're a fellow Jesus follower, Yes. correct?
1: Oh, yes.
0: And, and how long have you had a relationship or been in the church? Which, give, me, give me a brief background on your story.
1: Yeah, so I was actually uh, born and raised Catholic. We called cradle Catholics. I went to private school, all that fun stuff. But um, my whole life was really just about the rules and regulations of the church. There was never this experience with God and, and what he feels like and what his love looks like. And it wasn't until I would say maybe almost 10 years ago when I actually started a relationship with God, um, I connected with some really wonderful, God-loving, God-fearing women who were on fire. And I wasn't used to seeing that. So um, it was actually in Mary Kay where they started to kind of cultivate a relationship with God. Yeah, right? Isn't it cool? So so just over the years, you know, it's been one learning lesson after another, after another. And I can't tell you how many journals I go through (laughs) a year. And, uh, and I don't know this year, God said, you know, maybe it's time to to let your voice be heard. And here we are.
0: That is absolutely fantastic. I I know that, uh, it's my peace. It's, it's my escape from this dark world that we live in because, you know, Jesus is the light, the love and the truth. And what I always try and explain to people, even if somebody is not a, and I can't stand the word religion. Like anytime somebody calls me religious, it makes me cringe because little do people know (laughs) that Jesus himself didn't like religion. Religion is bondage. And and if we get to the heart of the matter, most churches right now, they wouldn't even let Jesus in their church because they're religious churches. So, I love having him. I love having that super spiritual feeling because spirituality is freedom, religion is bondage, and it seems like you and I are on the same page there.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, my uh my walk, I have had a relationship with Jesus since I was 5 when my mom first taught me how to pray. So, Aww. yeah, yeah, very, very yoked in that aspect. I do let some of it shine in my content, um, but I try and use universal language because I don't want people jumping on thinking, oh, here's Mr. Gratitude. Here's Brandon, this holier than now. So I'm very, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very universal with my language, but back to the lecture at hand here, what really intrigued me yeah. about you is you started this blogging, vlogging, Site and I thought it was fantastic, and I really I would like for you to shine on that. Tell tell us about that. What is it? How did you get into that?
1: So (laughs) it just happened. And I feel like most God stories start that way. It just happened. So um, I, I've been on TikTok for a year. I downloaded it as a joke, as most people did, right. um, just oh. because of quarantine. And I made some videos and stuff. And and there was one video I made that was, uh, I just got out of, I guess, a situationship. I'm learning all sorts Uh-oh. of new things about dating nowadays. <laughs> so anyways, and I realized that my walk with God because of that situationship had faltered. And so i made a video about it inviting other women to start a prepare your husband prepare for your future husband journal oh, and it didn't get cool. a lot of yeah right it didn't get a lot of likes a lot of hits I didn't really care it was just okay, one right. person said yes then great and uh anyways and so then uh, I felt more and more God saying I need you to say this I need you to say this. I need you to say this. And so I was like, all right, we're going to stir the pot with this one. And uh, anyway, so I started posting more and more uh, content about my personal quiet time with God. So anything that I post that has anything to do with God, that's what I'm studying in his word that morning or that day or the day before. And um, anyways, and then one of those videos just took off. And so that video led women to my journal video and more and more people were saying, I want to be involved. I want to do that. I want to prepare. And I'm like, here we go. Right. So I got I right. Like here, we'll do something with it. So I was thinking an email chain um, where we get together an email once a week and, I took it to God and I was like, okay, what 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 are we what are we doing here? And God says, make a website. I was like, I'm sorry, what? You want me to you want me to do what? And he was like, Yeah, make a website. And I was like, okay. So I got on the website. First one that popped up is a free website thing that I put together. <laughs> And, uh, and anyways, and I was like, all right, God, well, what are we going to call it? Because the very first thing that popped up was your website name. I was like, I don't know what to do. And God said, of faith and fire. Love and, it. Oh, right? Isn't that so cool? And uh, anyways, and so I was like, oh, man, it gave me chills. It still does, actually. And put together the website, um, created different groups, pictures, all sorts of fun things. And it took off. Yeah. And uh, so, he, yeah, so here we are, we've got a website where I think two months into the website and uh, right now we have a, a 40 days of transforming your mind because it's the Lenten season in preparation for easter so we have some of those really cool things going on and women are are loving it the fact that i think more than anything my my goal behind it was kind of what you were saying about the religion piece is oftentimes when the topic of god comes into the mix it is that holier than thou conversation yeah. and it's that that preachy um phrases being used and Bible verses being used. And it's very rare that you can sit and have a conversation. So my, my goal behind it and what I took to God about it was I want this to be the type of environment where you can sit around a campfire, grab a beer and talk to other people about God in a very real transparent and applicable way. And so I think we're actually accomplishing that with the website.
0: Yeah. That's that's fantastic, and you know it's um, as humbling as I can say this. Typically, it takes a lot to impress me. Um, that's why you, I mean, I mean, it really, it really does. And yeah. I, say that, I say that in the most humble way. And in going yeah. back to your concept and the idea, I, I'm with you. So when I saw it, and I was like, "What is that name?" and "Faith to Fire," I'm like, "That is that is fire." It's like, cool, right? Fire. But even deeper than that is. I have a gift of discernment. I'm very in tune with things. I listen to the Lord. I listen to my gut. And I can tell a Facebook Christian from a Uh real walking towards Christ Christian. And I see that fire in you and I see that. And I've told you that when we first started kind of bantering back and forth, I think it's fantastic. I just wanted to give you major props for that because it's rare in this day and age to be able to talk the talk and walk the walk. So Thank you. It's not easy yeah, no, <laughs> at all. We, no, we, um, we, we all, uh, I always say we fail our way to success and we learn the mm-hmm. truth and we figure out our own truth. So um, my next question, going back to, you, you said Catholic. Now I'm, I'm assuming um, you said you found, you, you know, you found Jesus on a more of a spiritual level about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Was there yeah, a right. defining moment that got you there or was it through prayer? What was that moment that was that aha moment?
1: So I get asked this a lot and uh, it's really hard to pinpoint a specific moment, but I think it was a cultivation of, of several different moments that led to it. So um, without going into too much detail, I, I grew up in a very toxic household. And from the outside looking in, you would never be able to tell that there was anything wrong because we had everything we needed. We were a middle-class family. My dad worked his behind off to make sure we were okay. But uh, my mom, on the other hand, created an environment that was incredibly toxic. And so um, I was at that age. Where i was seeking validation in any way possible because you're still even even graduating high school going into college you're still in your formative years and um and i was and i was invited to that mary Kay skincare class where i met uh, my good friend anisha who kick-started that relationship with god and it, for the first time it was one of those wow like there's a woman that loves God that can talk to me about God in a way that wasn't used as a manipulation tool, which is what I grew up with. And uh, so, and it was that, and then the more I was around her, the more peaceful I felt and the more I wanted to be on fire. And then she introduced me to other women. So I think it was more of like, I don't know if it was that defining moment, but just more of like, I want that. How, how do I get that? Because that was the first piece that came into my life.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. And you and you and you can tell just like when you go to the right church, if you go to a church Mm -hmm. and you don't feel fed and your soul doesn't feel fed and you don't feel the Holy Spirit, you don't belong there. And you you hit the nail on the head with people, places, and things. She elevated you. You saw that aura about her, it was genuine, Mm -hmm. you felt it in your soul, and here you are.
1: Yeah, here we are. (laughs) Doing all sorts of things.
0: That that is that is fantastic. So outside of that. What else does your journey look like? So you've got the vlog going on. I know yeah. your content. Do you have anything else outside of that? I know, um, so you know my relationships are, are my niche. So that's yeah. my specialty. Now, are you putting yourself out there? Are you dating? Like, what is? What is <laughs> I, I asked that because you and I both know as Christians, it's hard, it's yeah. hard yeah. to date. Um, yes. And it's hard to find somebody that's as yoked as you and that will walk that path. So what does that picture look like for you right now?
1: Uh, So right now it's just operating in anything that God calls me to. So from a dating perspective, I'm not on any dating apps. I'm not seeking because if there's one thing that I have learned is that if I have to go look for something instead of waiting on God to give it, I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> number one. And that just gives the enemy every opportunity to take what I'm looking for and go, Hey, here's a gift of everything you've ever wanted. Um, open this. And then me thinking, Oh, this is it. This is everything. And I open it and it's destructive. So I've stopped looking, um, but I'm out and about all the time. I'm traveling. Um, I went to see my sister in Dallas not too long ago. Um, now that coronavirus is kind of going on the decline, I have places I want to go people. I want to see and at the gym, daily work all the time. So, so much like the story of Ruth, I'm making myself visible, um, but just trusting, trusting God's timing. Cause when he brings it, nothing can stop it.
0: Yeah. A- a- amen. And that's so great that you said that because you know, my content, well, I always <laughs> teach that to stay away from online dating now. Yes. It, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard though, because there are times <laughs> Where the stats are true. Only 5% of people online actually want something serious. So whether it's for a client or even myself years ago, I dabbled in it and it's the same thing time and time again. And like you Mm -hmm. said, people have to stop living in fear. I'm out all the time. I meet fantastic people. And if it's in God's will, I'm just going to say it come hell or high water. It's going to happen you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. But people's mindset, no, no, I don't go. I'm like, you don't go anywhere, really. So you're, you're telling me you're a hermit. You sit yeah. in your house 24 seven. Mm-hmm. You don't go out. You're so afraid for your life. You won't even go out the front door. Is that what you're telling me? Well, no, but, but, but COVID and we wear a mask. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Stop
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So
0: it's, it's just very interesting times. And yeah, that kind of segued into why I asked that question because I did see your content when you mentioned mm-hmm. that and I was like, "Oh, she nailed it." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and the the
1: other thing too is I whatever I try to find on my own, I know it's not going to be everything that I ever dreamed of it. And then some, I mean, it'll, it'll hit some marks. It'll hit some check boxes and stuff, but like, I want the man that God made for me. And so the only way I'm going to do that is if I seek him first, but yeah, being patient is not one of my virtues, (laughs) by the way. So it is challenging.
0: Mine either. Mine either. So while we're on relationship topic and we're on Jesus talk, I want to get into something that A lot of people struggle with, myself included, and I want your opinion, since you are strong in your faith, Um, and it comes to the premarital sex aspect. So for Uh me, I have always – God gave me this amazing gift of my sexuality and my Mm -hmm. being in tune with my physical being, but – As we know, in in certain scripture, it clearly states the blessings that come with waiting until marriage. Um, You want your marriage to be that covenant because the reality of it is, is you can only have one covenant with one person, just like you can have a covenant with one God. Myself, I've been married, been divorced. I have kids. So in reality, I really can't ever take that back. Now, in my mind, I could try and go, okay, now I'm a virgin. I'm going to be celibate, but God knows. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Size so, of the flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and 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 it's a struggle. I've struggled with it, and this is why I'm going to lean in and ask you. I've struggled because if I'm in a committed relationship, we both know that intimacy is a huge part of a relationship. However, a lot of people are not aware of soul ties. Sex is never just sex. Yeah. You're oh like, yeah. Oh, it's it's painful. Soul ties are painful, and then if somebody's not a Jesus follower, they're like well, that sounds super spiritual. I'm like, I'm sorry to tell you, but even if you're not a Jesus follower, it comes down to a physics level that you are exchanging soul energies and it's painful. You don't know where that person's been. You don't know if they have demons attached to them. It is real. So I asked that because is that a realm, like you you obviously are dating. Have you, is that something you've struggled with? Are you on a different path? Have you decided to wait until marriage? And then I'm going to give you some feedback after you tell me.
1: Oh, (laughs) Okay, sounds good. So I was also married before. um, And so I I did believe in Again, married in the Catholic Church, growing up Catholic, it was always, it's a sin, it's a sin, but it was never okay, well, why? Like, why is it so bad? Because in the Bible, God talks about how sex is a beautiful thing meant yeah. for meant for marriage and not so I never understood that. Now I do. Um, so part of that whole period of seeking validation was, oh my gosh, I hope my family's not listening to this one. Uh, <laughs> but, I know, right? but it's so that seeking validation was in a physical way. And so if there's anything that I have learned. Um, the soul ties for sure. And then also too the part of the reason that is designed for marriage is because it helps you overcome maybe some of those little things in your partner that might irritate you from time to time. And, uh, and it's designed to build that connection and to procreate and to have that if it's possible. And so uh, for me, because that was such a struggle previously, again, desires of the flesh, I've learned to kind of to mentally shift and say, it's a good thing that I feel this way. It's a good thing that I desire this person. God designed this for good, but there's a time and a place for that. And as hard as it may be from time to time, it's designed for marriage. And what you were talking about was painful, having that with somebody and then ripping away from that, having that connection that is gone brings a different level of pain to a breakup that I don't want to experience again. (laughs) So (laughs) it may just be Part, I mean, the biggest part of it is honoring God's covenant and honoring the way he wants us to be. But the other part of that is just a protection from pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. You uh, you're on the right track with that. And it's. It's unfortunate because here we sit in 2021 and it's like unheard of. And that's for me, Mm -hmm. it's one of the, it's one of the first things when I start connecting with somebody, I feel them out on their walk and I say, Hey, I got to tell you, I I am an extremely sexual person. I have a very intense drive, but I've learned my lessons that my ideal is I am on this journey to wait until marriage. And here, here's what I found with that. Is you have just like I'm sure you've encountered it. You have a lot of people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. We could do that, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But it it takes two extremely strong people. That it's like, hey, when we're when you're starting to, I'm just gonna say it. When you're having that horny feeling, it's like, hey, yeah. babe, babe, give me, babe, give, give me your hand, please. We need to pray. Like, Lord, please yeah. help us keep this the relationship pure. We're tempted. We don't want to be in a situation to find somebody that will do that journey with you. Is is so freaking difficult.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, it's the same thing. It's, oh, well, um, well let me go to church with you or let me pray with you or let me do this with you or let me do that with you. And then and then two minutes later, they're sending a flirty text message. And I'm like, okay, yeah. hold on, no. <laughs> as much as I appreciate the physical attraction, no, that's not what this is for. But yeah, it's finding somebody that is willing to do that and to walk with that over an extended period of time, not just after a couple of days is incredibly right. challenging. Hence the reason I'm still single. <laughs> well,
0: there you go, sister. There, there you go. Well, here's here's what what I found through consulting, through experience, through other couples I know within church community is typically one of two situations are going to happen in that is you're either going to have the man who ends up getting some form of a pornography addiction because he can't Mm -hmm. hold out. Or believe it or not, the female ends up cheating before because she feels unwanted, undesired, and they weren't strong enough to pray together and to let that carry through. Or the other scenario, number two, is in a real good church community, people just kind of like six, seven, eight months, they're like, we can't wait anymore. Let's get married. Like, let's get married. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. that is what typically happens when you're on that journey. So it can be a very beautiful thing. But I tell you, sister, it is, it oh, is a yeah. struggle and a half.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and that's one of the things when I go on dates too, if it comes up in conversation, I ask what their love language is because I understand like the physical piece of it, that's not going to come. Like I'm not going to do that, but I will do my best to make you still feel desired and wanted through your love language.
0: Yeah. So, so what is your love language?
1: Uh, my first, I have two. So I receive love through words of affirmation and quality time, okay. um, but I show love through acts of service and gift giving.
0: Okay. All right. See, and that's, that's a struggle for me because physical touch is my number one love language uh, and okay. two is words of affirmation. So, yeah. and how I give love is the same thing through affection and words of affirmation, but see mm-hmm. the words of affirmation piece. When I give that it is much later in a relationship because again, I go back to doing what I do you never want to heavily emotionally invest yourself into somebody way too early. That's what narcissists do. That's what codependents Mm do. And, and not, I'm not knocking anybody out there listening that has a behavior (laughs) like disorder like that, but it's not healthy. It's, it's not healthy. Like anybody in their right mind does not invest themselves emotionally early on. So take notes.
1: Yes. (laughs) Highlight it, underline it, circle it, put a star by (laughs) it.
0: So, past past relationship wise,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: you know, I'm going to ask, cause it's what I do. So yeah. you were married. You're you yes. know, currently kind of dating out there. What are your, I guess, experiences, your standards in the dating world? I want some of my other female, I'm sorry, some of my, I'll just say my sisters out there, my sisters yeah. in Christ, kind of some tips or maybe a little bit of advice from a female Christian perspective that you are implementing in the dating world.
1: Yeah. Um, I made a video about it on TikTok the other day. So now, having learned my lesson, the first thing that I'm looking for is uh, red flags. And we often think about red flags in other people, but it's the, it's the small compromises that we make because we like somebody that are actually the initial red flags. Um, so a good example of that was uh, my last situationship or whatever, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand all the dating terms now, but um, anyways, the last gentleman that I was actually seeing part of the first red flag was my, um, my physical health. I would skip a workout, um, mm. more often than not. To stay in your power. Exactly. So those little things, um, I've, I've learned. So that's number one, as far as what I'm looking for in somebody, but I, I, I don't as odd as it sounds because it's my love language. I don't really care what he says. I care what he does. So oftentimes when I go on date, we'll have conversations. I'm not asking a million questions right away. I'm watching to see how is he with me? How is he with the waiter? What is he saying? Does it add up um, over multiple dates? And then at the end of the dates, probably the most important, is he going to try to make a move knowing that I'm not ready for that? Um, And then is he a gentleman all the way through? So for me, it's actions. Your actions will speak louder than words because I was married to a narcissist. And so, yeah. So it was all, here's the love bombing in the words, and I'm going to say yep. everything I can to engulf, but the actions were never there. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so that's
0: you know, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, so those are the first two big things, red flags, and let me see your actions.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I see, cause and you don't have to tell me cause you never ask a lady, but I know you're much, <laughs> I, I know you're much younger than me. I, I think you were like 25, 26. Oh, I like
1: it. 27. I just turned 27, but I'll take 25. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. All right. So I say that because you seem more mature, like on a, on a, on a mature spiritual level and in the dating world. So you you do have a leg up on that because a lot of, a lot of my sisters in Christ that I know that are in your age bracket are still kind of trying to come in their own and figure out what they want in a man and not allowing them to, to steer off that path. Because I yeah. always teach about staying in your power. You have to stay in your power. It's okay to fall in love. It's okay to get married. It's okay to do all these things. But if you lose your identity, you're already going down the right the, the, the wrong oh, path.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: absolutely. well, it has been absolutely fantastic. Bantering yeah. I allow my guests a couple minutes to, and you're going to chuckle. I always say to plug themselves as funny as that sounds, but uh, I'm <laughs> going to, I'm going to allow you to plug yourself. So if you okay. can tell everybody listening, y- your social media name, how they can connect with your website, how they can connect with you. And also if you have any charity work that you're doing currently, Ooh. the floor is yours, my friend.
1: Floor is mine. All right. Here's my info Marshall.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so,
1: right. to speak. But, um, so funny enough, my, Username on TikTok is at Where's the Whiskey. Um, there's a whole story behind that that I'll probably make a video about some other day. But my website is offaithandfire.org. Love it. On my website, I have uh, my email address. You can email me, you can message me on TikTok. Um, on my TikTok, I have my Instagram. But if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm not on Instagram or Facebook or, or Snapchat as much as I am TikTok and within the website. So that's the easiest way to get a hold of me, connect with me. Um, like I said, right now, I think we're on day 13 of the 40 days to transform your mind for Lent. So there's some really, really good God moments in there. I would highly encourage everyone to go check it out, even if it's just to read it for a time or two. There's some good stuff.
0: Okay. Any any charity work?
1: Um, charity work, because we just launched the website, we haven't officially decided which charities we're going to go for yet. Um, so I haven't requested donations, haven't decided charity work, but as soon as we decide where we're going to go, I'll announce it
0: awesome awesome well i really appreciate you being on the show it has been an absolute blast i have a couple matters of business here so most of you know if you've been in my live sessions i try and i love to give back any way that i can so if you come into my live sessions on tiktok i absolutely love going live on tiktok because that's where the most of my audience is it's very interactive um, as Jessica kind of stated a second ago, she doesn't really focus on Instagram. In my opinion, and a lot of others' opinions, Instagram's pretty much dead. So I stay away from Instagram. But going back to the lecture at hand, if you have been in my lives and you've been one of my top gifters, if you gift a disco ball or a candle on TikTok, I give back to you by giving you a special shout out right here on Mr. Gratitude, Living with Gratitude podcast. So I haven't gone live very much lately. I was on vacation. I did go live the other night and I have two people I want to give a special shout out to. Uh, One of my moderators did not give me their screen name. So I'm just going to say your name. Um, I have Brittany. She is one. Brittany, thank you so much for the love and support. You are really appreciated. Thank you so much for that. And my dear friend, Valerie, her screen name is me and Onyx. Valerie, thank you so much. You are greatly appreciated. Thank you for the love and support. That will do it. You guys stay tuned for next week. I'm going to have a solo cast and then I will have a fantastic guest after that. Listen, I don't ask you guys for much, if anything at all. Please, please make sure you're taking three seconds to go leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If it's on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Rocketcast, wherever it is, make sure you're leaving me a review. Spread this podcast like wildfire. Tell your friends, family, but most of all, stay blessed.